So the Mrs. Shahim at the end of Perak is given. We've spoken about what precious is meant to be. We've spoken about that he calls the good precious. In other words, the person should abstain from unnecessary annoying this world. It's not going to help their roughness. And now eventually he has to answer the other part where he spoke about right at the beginning. And that is sometimes Hashem says you did the wrong thing by depriving us of pleasure, by forbidding us of things that Torah never forbade you, you did the wrong thing. Which means there's a certain pressure which is wrong. So where's where's precious wrong? That's what Mr. Shah is going to explain. He says, What's bad about precious? When precious is being misused, it's the way that the goyim who's stupid and foolish think of precious. They only prevent themselves from taking from the world the extras that they don't need. They're going to deny themselves even those things that they do need. When you ask to go from the to fix their bodies, we use serim with the fictions, and things which Hashem didn't want them to do. The person is not meant to uh, fix himself. And he means the Goyim Asharim because this was the way of the various religions, the various religions, that they thought they were achieving superiority over their body. Um, by fasting, by wearing uncomfortable clothing, by subjecting themselves to rotting in the snow, putting themselves in fire, whatever other things that they did. Uh, the Christians did it uh, in India, the Buddhists did it, whatever it was, they felt ways to, so to speak, uh, show that they were overcoming their physical body. This is all the way of the Goyim Askarim, it's stupidity. It's stupidity and it's not what Hashem wants at all. In other words, precious isn't meant to be an actively afflicting myself. Precious is meant to be denying myself unnecessary pleasure, unnecessary taiva, but not that I'm meant to afflict myself. And what the, therefore, the idea is that I'm meant to be causing self pain, I'm meant to be uncomfortable, I'm meant to always feel hungry, I'm meant to always feel like uh, something is kind of sad. That's all I should want to do. When you're in a stalker, I don't call me to say a little bit, and I don't come to stalker. Hazal said the person needs stalker, and he's often stalker, and he refuses it, or he's a shaykh which means himself. If, he was, if, if people are offering to help him, he didn't have to live a life of suffering and starvation. Then he shouldn't have postured himself. Now, why did the Goyim think like that? Why did the Goyim see that the way to connect to spirituality was by afflicting themselves, causing themselves pain? And it wasn't just the more recent religions that say, like the Christians or the Buddhists or whatever. You see this in the time of the Nevi already. The Nevi Abal, they used to stab themselves with swords. Like it says, uh, the Pasuk in Baliyah uh, Adabi. When they built it, when they built the Mizbech Harakamel, they used to go to the They cut themselves like the Minagos. Which means that the part of the service of the Baal was to stab yourself with the sword and cause yourself bleeding or pain or whatever it was. That was part of the, the, the worship, so to speak. Why was that something which, which all these different religions saw as a, as a part of their religious observance? And the answer is a big insight. And we said it's a number of different settings. It's important insight to remember always. And that is, for a guy, they don't know anything else. A guy knows that he has a body and he has a nefesh or a ruach. And therefore, in the guy's man's terms, the only way that I can 
connect more to my ruach, to my spiritual part, is by distancing myself more from my physical part. And how do I distance myself more from my physical body? So the more I can cause it to suffer, and the more I can afflict myself, and the more I can make myself pain or uncomfortable, so then the more I'm, I'm detaching myself from my body and connecting more to my ruh. And therefore, in the Goyish mindset, uh, a Goyish holy man, or whatever religion he wanted to be, was somebody who practices abstinence and got married and didn't eat and didn't talk and didn't do anything else and lived the life of of Tzach, of Tzach. That was in their mind what spirituality means. And that comes from Yishakoyach. That comes from, it's all they knew about. And we know that in Yiddishkeit, in Torah, there's something very, very, very wrong with that. That's not the end point and that's not Ruchnis. Ruchnis means connecting to Hashem. And connecting to Hashem is through intelligence, is through Hanah, is through Kashmak, is through Cheshach, is through Ava. And all these things come from a person can enjoy the mitzvahs that they do. And a person can get a kashmak out of living. And a person can feel a kirv out of tefillah. And then the focus of Ruchnius is how much a person can enjoy the connection to spirituality instead of enjoying Gashmis. And if that's the case, then there's no end in itself in making myself suffer. If anything is bad, because it's just going to ruin my ability to focus on Ruchnius. It's not an end in itself. Precious is just don't get carried away with physical things. Focus that enjoyment on spiritual things. But as a point of making myself suffer, there's no point in that. There's no point in that. The going who don't have something spiritual to connect to. So all they can do is distance themselves more from the physical, which means cause themselves more suffer. And that's not what Hashem wants. It's not what Hashem wants, and it doesn't make a person more ruchni. This makes him more miserable. Uh, well, the way to work in ruchnius is to connect more to ruchnius. To get more of an enjoyment in ruchnius, to feel more of a shaykhist to ruchnius, to live more with ruchnius. And if that's the case, there's zero value, as far as the Torah is concerned, in causing myself pain to distance myself from my body. How, how would that, how would that be in, in the physical, enjoying the physical? How does that bring you closer to Hashem? Enjoying the spiritual. Uh, I'm closer to Hashem by enjoying the spiritual. We have a spiritual world which we can connect to, and the more we can enjoy that, the more we can connect to that, the more rookie we become. But how does that? And it doesn't come with the expense of making myself happy. So if a person spends their time there in Torah and they get, a, they get a satisfaction and a kishmak and a connection out of them, that's doing much more ruchnius than if they're being, being bringing themselves up or wearing a, a you know, sackcloth and making themselves uncomfortable. So we just don't have to, also we're not, we're, we're just not focusing on being mitzahir ourselves, rather we're focusing on the positive. We're focusing on building a connection and that's what ruchnius means. Huh. There's no ruchnius in causing time. I might, have, I might break my body more, but there's no ruchnius in that. What the guy mistook for ruchnius was really just detachment, mm-hmm. like we said, from the physical bodies. That's not ruchnius. That's just a way to, to, so to speak, to cause yourself pain or to not enjoy physicality. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're enjoying ruchnius either. Whereas by us, we have a world of ruchnius. And the more a person connects to that, the more a person enjoys it, then you matter. That's what makes them greater. That's what makes them more ruchnius. And that's why, by all Agadolim, the Ica point was, the focus on the Ruchnius, how much time they're spending in learning, and how the level of the Avas Hashem, and their Twitter, and their Mice, whatever other Mice and Tophim it was, or Musa, whatever it might be. And no one made a, a, a value in its own right to cause oneself to suffer. Now, a person might be willing to forego pleasure in order to learn. A person might be willing to suffer poverty in order to get Torah. That's something else. But the point wasn't the suffering. The point wasn't the poverty. 
the point was the Torah. And if a person doesn't need to suffer, then there's no point in it. There's nothing to be gained by that. Not only that, the second point. Is well, that unless it's causing not only suffering. That then that's the take away the unnecessary. To cause myself uh, to be tired isn't that going to be serious. Oh, no, is that the case with the rabbi? We said before the story of Rabbi Yavin of Anas, that he never had hot water in his house. He felt it was unnecessary or not. Now, if he feels unnecessary or not, therefore why, why, why do it? Okay, we say that. But if a person feels not, I'd like hot shower, but I'm going to punish myself. I'm going to make myself, like, make life hard for myself, and I'm going to make myself but tired and die for the that's not precious. There's no point in that. If I feel I don't need the extra enough, okay, so then the extra enough. If you feel that I'm, dafka, I'm doing something which is specifically aimed to make myself uncomfortable or to punish my body, then that's not what the Torah wants. That's not the point. Um, What's the difference in goal between a person who's saying, I don't want extra enough, and the person who's causing himself to suffer? I don't extra enough means I'm not following a direction which is giving myself things I don't need. So I'm fine with that, I don't need it. Why, why look for extra knowledge I don't need? Because the, the danger is... Because the danger is once I start that route, then I'm going to look, then that's going to either distract me from my roughness, or it's going to lead me to any, any, any other bad matter. Whereas something a person does need, they say I'm definitely going to deprive myself of it for the point of making myself suffer. There's no point in that. There's no need to make yourself suffer. You say about remission, they didn't run the air conditioning. Not to be with Star himself, but in case the, the power went out, he shouldn't prevent him from learning because he'll be too dependent. Okay, yeah, fine. That's, that's, so exactly that's the, the point. That's exactly the point. My point wasn't to retire myself, my point was to focus on Rukhness. And that's a big difference. And I therefore. A rabbi of mine saying something about something called Tainus Haraivit. Yes. That if you, you're about to eat and then you put it down and you don't eat. Tainus Haraivit is what? I'm sorry, in Iranian Shiver. That when a person's eating, leave the last bite. Don't finish the bread. Oh, he was saying before you eat, to put it back down. That's the time. So that's a different point. They say in, in Shilton on your middles, is when you have a bed in front of you, wait a whole minute before you start eating. Or pick it up for a bit. Then we have the point is. Says nothing to tire yourself? You're going to eat. Just in a minute's time. The tire yourself would be to have the bread of food and say, I'm definitely not eating this because I want to cause myself time. There's no point in it. But if I'm going to work on my control, then I'm going to wait before I eat whatever it's going to be. That's never point. So I'll eat. It's not about to be with time. Is, is, is there a mile to being inside yourself to work on your control? Is that such a thing? Then yes, because control is the middle. So I want to improve my middle. But not the shame time. There's no point in the shame time. So you're allowed to enjoy this world to, to, by default. In other words, again, what a person needs is allowed to enjoy. Right. But the idea is don't make that the goal that you're looking for. Now the second point to tell you always say this. And that is the other problem with that is that people think that awareness of middles means my body is my enemy. So it's the middle side of every time. People think that awareness of middles means my body is my enemy, I'm gonna fight my body. And it's it's a lose lose situation. Because if you do manage to fight your body, then you can't do anything. Then you've broken yourself. And if you don't manage, then your brother's going to fight you. So you're making an enemy out of what's meant to be your best ally. And we see always in Chazal, the way that the Tariq relates to his body is as a partner in the Zabayus Hashem. It's not the enemy. Maybe my Tahar is my enemy, maybe my Taib is my enemy, that's a different point. My body is not my enemy. My body is meant to be the tool that I work with. It's my partner in Zabayus Hashem. I need to keep it strong, I need to keep it healthy in order to work with it. 
And the, the more a person tries to inflict tzara in his body and weaken his body and ruin his body, the excellence the less you're going to be able to do ruchmas. Because the person needs a healthy body to do mitzvahs, to learn whatever it's going to be. And therefore the idea is, now, the, the, the problem is the goch, I'm going to fight now, myself. It's, it's self-defeating in every way. That's, that's the second point. Pressures which is, cause myself tzara, is first ruining my body. Whether the tzara is fasting for no reason, or the tzara is causing myself pain, or the tzara is whatever else it's going to be, there's no point in that. I need, I need my body to work with an Hashem. I'm not trying to fight work against it. What the point of precious is, is to fight midness, or to control midness. That's a different point. That's uh, not, not to fight my body. And that's why the next point he says, on the word Nefshaya, Higmar brings, It's your job to keep it from your life. And the person who make who takes an extra donation is a chayte. When he's when this, he can't do it, so he's doing something which is hard for him. And now he made it, he's going to inflict himself, and that's why I'm doing it. So that's a chayte. No one has to punish himself. Now a person can fast, and he's doing for whatever other reason. Okay, so then it's not for the sake of fasting; it's for the sake of something else. In other words, the person is fasting for children. My point in fasting wasn't I'm doing this to weaken my body. I'm doing this to feel pain. I'm doing this to get children. Then I'm doing it for a tailor. There's a point in it. But if my point in fasting is to retire myself, there's no point. Then you're a chayta. Meanwhile, I'm a guy with nafshi is fasting. Ish chesed looks after his nafshi, which means his body. He said that by achilas avoke, and he used to therefore he used to eat breakfast. For a it's part of the other is to shower, to wash himself. And therefore, he said that's part of what uh, a person's job is to look after his body as well. And it's not a chesaron and precious. What a person needs for their, body, for their health, what a person needs for their body to function well, that's normal. What they're meant to do for themselves. It's only more than that, then it becomes something which is extra and not necessary. So then anyway, that, uh, it's, that's where precious comes in. So, the, so the, the, the goal is to be able to get down to the minimum of, of what you need? And it's different for every person. It's different for every person because that's what a person's used to, or that's what a person's uh, the type of a person. People do different things, and therefore, what for one person is without it, they enjoy the desire. For somebody else, it doesn't affect them. And that's okay because it's what his experience is. Uh, once again, for this person, he's not going to put himself in desire. And when for another person, it's not necessary. It's the way That's that's And uh, the 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 litmus test for that is. Is that how much is it? Let's say, would a person be willing to give it up to get something? In other words, how much is important to me is how much I can't give it up, even if I wanted something better for it. For example, if someone tell you, listen, you have an opportunity to let's get in the taxi now, we'll go to a we'll go to a but you're going to miss breakfast for it. If you do it, let's will say yes, it's not that important to them. But if you're going to say, listen, it's, it's a two day trip. And you're, gonna miss, you're not going to have food with you for two days, and so you can't do that. I'm just taking the extremes. Uh, as much as I'd like to do something, it's, it's not an easy thing for me to give up, and it's something which is going to be very difficult. And that's already again something I need. So take the, 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 the most extreme case of something that you want. So take a case of what you would be willing to give up for what I want. And then see how much you would be willing to give up. And something I want, I can give that up. I'm trying to get something which I feel that I can't give it up. So then, it's just going to retire myself. That's not the precious which is required. They always say this. The Shkifa always say this in that sleeping. 
about the evening, because this is always, for most, I say most Bachim, but pretty even people who are older than Bachim, this is always one of the hardest Cheshbonis and Cheshbonis. And that is, how much do you need to sleep? How much do you need to sleep? On the one hand, sleep is a time. Uh, sleep is a time, and like Shlomo writes a few times in Mishnah, that the time for sleep is a way to waste your life. And people can waste endless hours enjoying sleep. It's a need. It's just another group which is basically deadening them to be able to do anything else in that time. It's really the Hanor when you randomly wake up. Yeah, we, we, we've handled that lots of times. So we, exactly when the Hanor is sleeping. It's when you go to sleep and when you wake up. It's when you wake up and you go back to sleep after that. No. Lots of options. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's, it's, it's a time. It's a time and people do it. Uh, to extreme levels sometimes. Now, everyone's going to agree that to some extent sleeping, a person can sleep too much. It's something which a person has to control. You're meant to spend the whole day in bed. Mitzalah Now, this is very hard because if you go to the other extreme, then it gets together of less, the person does, it gets less than what they need, then they're just, they're ruining their body. They're ruining their body, they're ruining their mind, they're destroying the ability to learn, they're being mitzalah themselves. So, the, that's always the one of those things in precious which what's the right what's the right level or what's the right way to work out what's the right level of how much a person needs and then to sleep extra is unnecessary indulgence in in other mazer which is just wasting life to sleep less is being time myself it's, it's the, and so what, what how does the person draw the line because because they are, if a person really needs to they'll sleep less in function. They have to catch a flying, they have to finish the learning for a test, they have to prepare a share, whatever the case may be, so they'll, they'll manage on this. But is it optimal for them? Possibly not. Is it sad? Possibly yes. So where, where's the right gather in knowing what's considered uh, the right amount of sleep, the wrong amount of sleep? I mean, just even from the good where's the type of the bathroom? The way to become a god isn't to, to cut down your sleep. Way to come a god is cut down into one day. If you sleep as much as you need to sleep, then, but the rest of the time you don't, you don't waste time talking, you'll become a god. What is the standard of self? In Sarah Shani, we have the God, and we have the desire, and we have the cars like that, that the Ika type of person is to sleep, and that's where he has to overcome the age of sleeping. So the answer is always it's a balance. It's a balance. We, we, we can't force a person to sleep as much physically possible. But even uh, to how much? Uh, there's, a, there's a certain amount where it's counterproductive because a person does less when they're awake for longer than if they sleep more. So there has to be the balance of what's necessary and what's not necessary. And what's considered uh, unnecessary time, what's considered an unnecessary time. Somebody once said the following is, uh, if you sleep an hour too little, it's 12 hours of little terror. If you sleep an hour too much, it's one hour of little terror. Yeah, but then where, where's the starting point that you assign it to the two my child? I don't think anybody in this room is guilty of sleeping too much. Okay, I'm not talking. We're all, we're all sleep deprived. Okay, so I'm sorry. 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 Since he needs it, then not to have it as a chayte. He needs a ktal neman. Ach mishpat aprotim al pi ktal zeh ena moser al shikl adas. Al pi sikh ena lish. That's the rule. Do you need it or you don't need it? 
If you need it, then you have to have it. If you don't need it, then don't have it because there's a necessity. Now, once again, a lot of people want things they don't need. Not everyone's holding by the mind of the parish. He's talking for the person who is in the mind of the parish. What's the right cheshman? What's the right cheshman? And then the cheshman is, do I need it or don't I need it? But it's, it's individual to the person to weigh that up. You can't give every single example. And also, not every person is the same. In each situation, a person is to think, in this situation, what do I need? And then to, but the problem is that the person says has to think about it without his medicine involved. In other words, if I come to a Kiddush and I start thinking, I really need uh, you know, three pieces of cake, it's, it's unlikely to be Masaychul talking, it's not my medicine talking. So there has to be a cheshman of how to use Masaychul to decide something as Seychul. What do I need? What's important for me and what's not necessary? Now, what makes this cheshman a little bit more complicated, and that is, it's not only a physical cheshman. There are other factors too. Which means sometimes the person needs to possible. You can look at it as absolute necessity physicality. I need this amount of protein, carbohydrates, and, uh, and whatever a day. I need this amount of uh, amount of water a day. I need this amount of sleep. The basic physical requirements for survival. And anything more than that, I can look at it as that's unnecessary. I don't need it. But it's not. That's not the only cheshbon. Because besides what a person physically needs, there are a lot of other things a person needs too. Which means. If a, uh, one of a person's needs is to be part of his family, part of the society, around him, whatever it's going to be. And very often that necessitates physical things too. Which means I'm going to have to spend time with, uh, with my children. Or I'm going to have to sit at a meal with friends. Now, the, do, I, do I need this meal? Do I need that time? Maybe physically uh, my body would be okay with that. But on the other hand, I need it for other reasons. So if you're going to be a priest with not eating anything, so it's going to be very awkward, it's going to be very difficult. It's not going to build the kind of cash with the people you want to. So that's another reason why a person needs to eat. Not the same for the food, but for the effect of, you know, the sort of smeraine, what we do with other people, it makes for a friendship. Sometimes it's your family, whatever it's going to be, so that that's what you need to do to it. And if you're not going to participate, then I was going to think of why to join the family, why to do something for what's necessary for your children or your wife, whatever it's going to be, that also becomes something which is a need. Maybe not an absolute physical need, but it's a, it's a need which a person has also, and then not to do that is precious. Uh, it's not the right precious, which means, let's say, uh, as I heard from Yagi, when I came back to Israel after getting married, so I was buying the share. So I don't know why he thought this was my problem. I said, maybe I should be in a diagram. But he called me aside and like, oh, he says to me, he says, David, sometimes in Shonari Shonari, a lady needs a husband to go out with her night side instead of just letting her have more time, all the time. So he told me, I want to tell you, it's more of you want us to go out and eat a pizza. That was not sure in Russia. I think he ever did that. So I think it's very bad to give somebody else, but in the end, but what's that idea? That's not precious. Was, even if you think, eh, I don't need it for me, you need it for somebody else. And then that's a guess. Then not to do it is wrong. So the cheshmer of precious isn't always just looking at it from the narrow perspective or physically, does my body need this or not? You have to look at the bigger picture. And that is, is for whatever I need to do, is it necessary? And if it is necessary, then it becomes something which is wrong to avoid. And if it's not necessary, so then it gets together precious. Why are you doing things which are just an unnecessary? <coughs> the best thing to do is to have a 